PR. It's not just a catchphrase. It's a passion. And it's a career. But sometimes, it can be a headache. So sit back and recover with this PR Hangover, a podcast of Grand Valley State University's chapter of PRSSA. I'm your host, Brady Mills, and this is probably the only hangover you'll ever look forward to. We are back with PR Hangover. It's Brady, and today I've got a very special guest on the show. Her name is Brooklyn McDaniels, and she is a coordinator of sponsorship and partnership management at the NFL, meaning she deals with a lot of those sideline partnerships that you see on TV or in the events, Gatorade, Invisalign, things like that. And she talks about that a little bit in the episode. But what I really wanted to touch on is that Brooklyn is not necessarily a PR specialist, but the way that she has studied and used her studies in communication analysis and practice to find a career that really touches in all these different departments. I mean, she works with advertising, she works with PR, she works with events, uh, all for the NFL. And and so she gives a great perspective on what it looks like to work in sports communications and why even when not even in a specific PR role, all these skills that we're learning about are extremely applicable in the career field. And if you stick around till the end, you'll catch Brooklyn sharing a very special talent that uh, I have never met anyone else who can do this. So I hope you'll stick around. Without further ado, Brooklyn McDaniels. Welcome, Brooklyn. Uh, I'm pumped to have you on. I've been telling people all day that, you know, I get to have a lady from the NFL on the show tonight. Uh, And so it just it was really fun to be able to set this up and get this going. And I'm excited. I know your role is not exactly a public relations, but I do want this podcast just to be a way to highlight for students who are listening, whether they're you know PR emphasis, ad emphasis, maybe they're studying marketing, something like that, just to see all the different careers and avenues you can take with, you know, this field that we're going into. So welcome. Appreciate it. Well, thank you, Brady. I'm honored to be here and so excited to talk to you about my current role, my experience in school and, you know, how I'm able to kind of work closely to the public relations kind of industry, but not directly in it. Thank you. Um, if we could just start just just so the audience gets to know you a little bit and, and me as well. Um, if you just say I always ask the guests, like, who is Brooklyn McDaniels? You could kind of touch on that. I mean, wh- whatever you want to share, whatever your identity is you know, rooted in. I just we want to get to know you a little bit. No, I love this question. I think, you know, people are always like so formal with it and like listing things from their resume, which is so boring, right? So I would say Brooklyn McDaniels is a small town girl. I'm from Canton, Ohio, which is a very small town, only known for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, I think I'm a small town girl with a huge big city personality. So now kind of residing in New York City, Brooklyn, New York, but working in Manhattan, I feel like I finally kind of found my place. Um, I'm a huge people person. I'm definitely probably one of the most positive, most outgoing people you'll ever meet. Um, Love being around people, love being in the mix, love always being involved and leading different things. So I think I'm really just a go-getter. I'm just, you know, kind of out here enjoying life and taking every single day by day and really taking, trying to take my world by storm. So really excited to be talking to you today, Brady, and hopefully being able to inspire and kind of reset that next up and coming generation of these new media professionals. So I like to think I'm going into one myself, but, you know, always here to help the next generation. All snaps over here. That's all. I love that perspective. <laughs> if I can ask too, um, just personally, is New York the dream that everyone thinks it is? New York is 100% the dream that everybody oh. thinks it is. I am obsessed. And I'll just caveat that New York is a, is definitely, you know, it's an acquired taste, right? It's not for everybody. 
I always knew that I would be in a big city, be it LA or New York or Miami, but this truly feels like home and it feels like a dream to me. Um, of course it's dirty, right? Of course there's so many people, of course, you know, people are breathing down your neck at every moment. And of course, you know, in this COVID environment, it's not ideal, but New York is such a dream. I was telling someone the other day, like, I just feel so free here. I feel like I can do whatever I want. No one judges you because everybody's weird and doing their own thing here. So, you know, and even if they do judge you, you'll never see them again because there's so many people here. So it just feels very freeing and very empowering. I feel like when I'm walking through Times Square, walking down the streets in Soho, like I just feel like such an adult and such an individual. And it just really like kind of fuels me. So to me, New York is everything. And I, someone's going to have to drag me out of the city. It's going to be so hard to ever leave. Um, so definitely for the foreseeable future, I see myself kind of continuing to live and thrive in the Big Apple. Wow. That is good to hear. Um, <laughs> I think I think a lot of people have that dream in mind. So, yes. Uh, all right. So you work in the NFL. Could you just describe, um, you know, give the, give us the official title of your role, describe, you know, what, what that means? Happy to. So... I'll just, again, caveat that growing up as a young girl from Ohio, I didn't even know it was possible to work at the NFL. Like, of course, we all know what the sport is. We all know about the league, but I didn't know that I could really have a career in professional sports. Um, So my current title is a coordinator in our uh, sponsorship and partnership division. Um, So I kind of entered the league in a rotational program. So once I graduated from Ohio State, I started at the NFL kind of in a moving capacity where I would be in a different department every six months. And this really helped me learn and what I love about sports and what I hate about sports, right? And what I want to be doing versus what I don't want to be doing. So I got to really try out a little bit of everything, but settled in our partnerships division. And so currently I am responsible for managing several of our NFL partners. So, you know, you're watching an NFL game and you see Gatorade on the sidelines. And then you see the coaches wearing Bose headphones. And then you see a commercial of Bud Light. I manage all of those accounts. So I'm kind of the um, one of four, three or four people that work at the NFL who kind of really bring to life the partnership. So if it's a commercial that Invisalign wants to have or it's a player appearance that Gatorade wants to do, I'm managing and kind of figuring out the logistics for all of those things. So anything within the 70 page contract that Gatorade has with the NFL, I'm helping to kind of really execute and fulfill those obligations. So it's very demanding very heavy, never stops, but I get to work with incredible Fortune 500 companies and really bring to life these incredible partnerships and really help to get all through. So it's a really fun dynamic role. And I'm now entered my, I'm entering my third season doing this, this type of work. Is it, is it getting easier to uh, kind of process all that and do all those things as you go, or has it been more complicated? I'd say totally getting easier. I think partnerships and sponsorship is a very niche role and you have to really kind of understand how to deal with these partners and these agencies and how to make sure, you know, you're making them happy and keeping them satisfied while also kind of really balancing the values and the, you know, the different priorities of the NFL. So it, it's a lot of learning the business and learning what corporate relations are like. So I'd say, you know, starting back during the 2019 season, it was all kind of a blur to me. And it was a lot of observing and a lot of taking notes and just kind of seeing how my counterparts, you know, interacted with these individuals. But now I do feel a lot more, you know, kind of knowledgeable. And I know a lot more about our league and I can really share that information a lot more adequately um, with all of our NFL partners. So I definitely think experience and time is, you know, key in this type of role. You can't just dive in and know what you're doing. It definitely takes some time to warm up. So I'm definitely feeling a lot more confident now. And so do you have much of a background in sports? Um, are you, have you always been a football fan or what's that look like? 
Fabulous question. So I grew up playing sports, you know, I ran track, you know, I was a dancer and a gymnast. So I've always kind of been, you know, close to it or sports adjacent, but never again knew that I would kind of work in the field. Um, To answer your question, I am not a football fan. I've grown into one, but basketball has always been my number one interest. Um, So growing up in Canton, we were only an hour from Cleveland, you know, where the Cavs played. So my dad and my parents had season tickets. So we'd go up to the games and watch LeBron. So basketball was always like my number one go-to and I still love it today um but working at the NFL you just become a football fan and now with my Browns looking as great as they are I think I'm really excited for this season and I kind of become more and more of a fan every single season so you're you're still out here pulling for the Browns oh 100 percent. there's there's you know I will always have loyalty to Cleveland sports I don't watch baseball but it's always the Indians it'll always be the Cavs no matter where LeBron is in the world and of course the Cleveland Browns um it's looking good after almost beating the Chiefs yesterday I'm going to remain positive and, you know, hope for a great Super Bowl run this season. I, I love to hear it. <laughs> I love that dedication. Um, so, what, like, if, if you had to describe your role then on a daily basis, and I know every time I've asked someone this, the, the answer is, well, every day looks different. Um, yeah. yeah, but if, I mean, if you had to break it down, like, maybe take what did today look like or what does this week look like? You know, what, what, it, what like, tangibly, what are you doing in your totally. role? It's a great question. A lot of people don't understand. A lot of my closest friends and family, like Brooklyn works at the NFL, but they have no idea what I actually do day to day. And again, it's a very niche role and it's not just something that everyone's aware of. So today, for example, um, you know, we're just coming off of kickoff. So the first game of the season that took place um, in Tampa Bay, Florida. So every single year we return to the seat, like the city of the Super Bowl champion. So since the Buccaneers won last season, we kind of kick off the season in their, in their city. So we were in Tampa Bay all of last week um, with our NFL partners, kind of hosting them, entertaining them with a kickoff Eve party and a kickoff brunch where we and NFL players, former players and legends to kind of speak to our partners. Um, and then we do some like VIP hosting during the concert. We got to hear from Ed Sheeran. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan. So it was so cool to see him live. And he performed one of his newest songs that was just released. So that was dope. And then we get on these buses and we head over to the game where we get to watch the full game with our partners. So super cool, super busy. And I was kind of on the direct kickoff leadership team. So my entire summer was dedicated to making sure that event kicked off very well. Mm-hmm. So now that that's behind us, I was kind of playing a bit of catch up today, really kind of going back through my inbox, connecting with my partners, seeing, you know, what questions they have, um, kind of fulfilling, filling them in on like kind of our campaigns and initiatives for the season, um, fulfilling ticket requests as everybody's so excited to get back to games since we're now in person again. So going through all of that, um, I do a lot of our budget management. So these partnerships are multi-million dollar deals that we have to manage very closely. So that's, you know, kind of processing all the invoices and making sure all the dollar amounts, you know, line up adequately. So that's a lot of my day-to-day. And then also creative review. So any commercials you see with NFL marks on them, I am kind of that sole person that's taking those commercials and making sure the NFL brand team is comfortable with them and the NFL legal department is comfortable with them. And of course, what's really relevant for you all is the NFL. PR department. So I work very closely with those three groups, making sure that, you know, they're comfortable with the content that's being put out by these partners. Um, And I kind of take it back to Gatorade or take it back to Subway and say, okay, guys, we've reviewed this. Here's our feedback. And once you kind of incorporate this feedback, you're able to kind of release it into the world. So that's what a lot of my day-to-day looks like. And it's really interacting with all the NFL departments from PR to communications, to events, to finance. So it's a lot of internal communication as well. Um, 
And again, very volume heavy, very demanding, but it's really exciting to, you know, to have new tasks every day. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you touched on it, you work with PR, um, but, but what really, what, what is at the root of this is that communications. And, and totally. obviously that's vital in every career. I think every, every list I've ever seen of like top things employers are looking from of today's grads, whatever, um, apt communication skills is right at the top. Right. And so always number one. Yep. And you, um, you studied communications at school, communication analysis and practice, correct? Correct. That's absolutely correct. Yep. Okay. And so how does that, how does that play into your career? Um, cause you could have taken that a lot of different ways, I think. Totally. You know, I think for me it was, and you're exactly right. You know, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do post-grad. So I wanted to, you know, fulfill a degree that, you know, really set me up for so many different things. And I think, I was so prepared coming into the NFL because the communications background really kind of just trained you for, you know, the media landscape, right? Depending on if you want to be in front of the camera, if you want to be a writer, you want to be a journalist, or you, you know, want to be working directly in public relations. I think it just set me up for such a wide variety of different kind of career paths. Um, And I'm just so comfortable working cross-functionally with different teams, you know, writing up blurbs for people that need to review them quickly or knowing who to call up on the phone real quick or sending a message to. And I think getting really comfortable and it seems like a a simple task, but it's just, it's really not, you know, coming into a a landscape as such. So I think being prepared and being comfortable to know who to reach out to, to know, you know, the right just terms that you need within the public relations industry that I got from school really made me kind of be able to hit the ground running at the NFL. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, it's being a people person, it's being very organized. It's knowing, you know, who kind of are the right, you know, stakeholders to go to, to take certain ideas to. So all that kind of media training I got from Ohio state really prepared me very well coming into this industry. And um, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's all about who, you know, and how you manage relationships. And I think that is a big part of any role, but especially working in sports communications, you know, your relationships are everything and are going to take you very, very far. So, you know, I'm a huge advocate for making sure that I'm not only like knowing who people are, but really connecting with them on a deep level and knowing, you know, what kind of makes them tick because at the end of the day, that's, what's going to make me be successful in the industry. Yeah. And if we could speak to that relational aspect a little bit more, I think I mean, that's huge. And so what, like in a conversation with someone, when you're meeting, when you're meeting with a new person, who's, who's partnering with the NFL, um, what, to, to get yourself right from the bat um, connected with this person and getting to know them and making sure that that connection is legitimate and not just some, you know, for-profit, you know, we're done with each other after this email or whatever. Um, what do you do to establish that connection? Yeah, I think it's about first, like not making it about the work right away, right? Like getting to know that person, where are they from? You know, what school do they attend? What is interesting to them? I think that's the kind of things that people are going to remember that you remember about them more so than kind of their exact role or their exact task that they're helping you with. Like it's really knowing who they are as a person. So in my role, we work directly with partners, like the different companies that I mentioned, like Bud Light, Subway, Gatorade, but we also work with agencies. So PR agencies, sports communication agencies, and all of that. So these are companies like CAA, Wasserman, Janesco, right? So it's not always going to be the direct partner that you're working with. So knowing kind of what their priorities are and kind of why they were hired, what their exact role is, is going to be really, really key because Mm. everyone's there to fulfill a different task. So I think for me, it's really just trying to connect with that person at a deeper level than surface and figure out who they are, what they're there to do on the account, and then moving forward from there, right? Because I remember little things about people, you know, even their favorite kinds of foods or what, you know, what their favorite movie is, things like that. Like, that's how they're going to remember that you're a cool person, that you care about things beyond the work. So I always try to make it more 
at a personal level before diving right into whatever the task at hand is. So I think, you know, you don't want it to be forced. You don't want it to be awkward, but I think the more that you get to know people as an individual, you know, the easier it is to work with them and really be able to maintain relationships. And I'm sure, I'm sure with getting to know so many people in different parts of these relationships, do you have a system for remembering these things? Is that something that's natural, naturally ingrained in you? Or do you have like a, okay, this person likes this or from the, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's never me writing these things down. Like, I mean, of course, I'm taking notes from day to day, but I think I am very fortunately am just kind of a natural connector. I genuinely love people, getting to know people, working with people, you know, connecting with people. It's just something that kind of fuels me. And um, I've been like that since I was a two year old. Honestly, I kind of feel like I've been the same girl my entire life. And um, I think that suits itself very, suits itself very well for this industry. Um, so not taking notes on individual things, but just like paying attention, right? Like making sure I'm actually like focused and engaged on what I'm learning about people. And I think that's all it takes, right? Just paying attention and knowing that, you know, it's a lot more important than just the work. It's about, you know, knowing who you're working with and what they like. So for me, it's paying attention, I think, I've learned over the years that a lot of people in this industry don't like other people. And when you do like people, it helps you a lot and makes the job a lot easier. So that's something I would definitely encourage. If you're going to get into PR, communications, and sports, make sure you actually enjoy working with people because that's 98% of the job. Right. So so basically you're saying you're saying your passion and your care for this job is what leads that those relationships. That's what it, makes, it makes the job so much easier when you're actually interested in other people and what they do and what they're there to accomplish. I mean, than having to like force yourself to get on that call or get on that zoom, you know, it's a lot easier when you actually enjoy what you're doing and you're interested in connecting with others. It's, it's like when you pop out of that breakout room or, and like when someone first lets you into a zoom call and you see their face and they're just like dead, they're like glaring. Like you're like, Oh crap, they don't want to be here. And it's tough. Yeah, I mean, everyone's not going to have good days every day, you know, but I think right, it's just, right. You know, assuming positive intentions and just coming with the right attitude for me, it's always going to be glass half full because I feel like a lot of people need that, right? Especially right now, there's so much going on in the world and you just never know what someone else is going through. So like as much as you can add a little bit of positivity, a little bit of optimism to their day, you know, it can go a really long way. So that's what I try to do. Amazing. Okay. So you, you talked, you touched a little bit on the different um, departments you work with. If you could speak to an advertising and public relations, maybe a marketing student, communication student, what jobs exist for them? What are, what departments are open for them in the NFL or maybe in sports in general that they could possibly look at for a viable career option? Of course. I mean, there's so many within several industries, be it gaming, fashion, music, right? Like PR is everywhere and it's not going away. Um, so I have a very, very close friend that works uh, kind of in PR in LA and, you know, his job looks a lot different from mine, but at the end of the day, you know, we're working on a lot of the same, you know, kind of similar tasks. So I would say, you know, as marketing PR advertising students, I think really maximize your network right off the bat. So I think a lot of students are so focused on kind of creating that, um, network on campus, which is very important, right? Making a name for yourself and getting setting a really nice reputation on campus. But also post-grad, you're going to be kind of out in the world, especially in the PR industry. You're going to kind of want to tackle those major cities where PR is really, really hot. So I would say, you know, as much as you can do to prepare yourself for writing cover letters or for making sure your resume is always up to date or for knowing how to properly interview for corporate roles, all of those things that you can do outside of your campus are really going to, you know, set yourself up for success. So, I mean, nowadays with YouTube and all the things you can learn online, I think this is something that you can easily do while in school and just 
really making sure you've got that right platform or that website or your Instagram is really showing, you know, what you're hoping to accomplish professionally. Um, and that starts at any time, right? You don't have to wait till you graduate to do that. Um, you know, today it's all about your brand and your personal brand and what you kind of bring to the table. So as much as you can do to be your biggest fan and your biggest advocate, it's going to go a really long way. I think confidence in this industry is also key. When they see that you're coming in and you know yourself and you know what you're good at and you know what you bring to the table, people want to listen to you, right? Mm -hmm. When you are demanding, you know, not too overly demanding, but you know what you're expecting and you kind of demand that attention and you kind of can hold a room, I think that's going to go a very long way for you. So for students, I would say there really isn't a limit, you know, in this industry. I think making sure you're going to those company websites, making sure your LinkedIn is professional and it's up to date and you're connecting with people. And I think it can be awkward to make cold calls or send cold messages, but, you know, at the end of the day, that's what it's going to take to get you where you want to be. And you've got to get really comfortable with reaching out to people who are doing what you want to do. You know, you can't be shy. You've got to really go for it in this industry. So I would say anything you can do to prepare yourself outside of school. Um, I think, you know, primarily get the grades, right? So you're making that, you know, that first impression, but do what you can to really get into that industry you want to be in while it's early. You know, you can never start early enough. If you're a freshman, if you're a senior, it's never too late either. So make sure that you are, you know, really capitalizing, writing down your goals and making sure every single day you're making one small step towards that goal. And um, just as a testament to the cold calling thing, everyone, um, Brooklyn is here as a result of that. So they work sometimes. Um, send those LinkedIn messages. Uh, and especially yeah. for students, like Brittany, knowing you, you know, you're a junior in school right now. Like I want to be able to kind of really connect with that upcoming generation. I told you about that. And if it weren't for other mentors and role models that were able to spend five minutes with me, I would never be working with NFL right now, you know? And so I think it's so important to pay it forward. So you have even more leverage as a college student. People want to help you guys and see you succeed. So I think this, you know, more, more than any other time in your life is the right time to really be doing those, those, that outreach, you know? Right. And I, I don't think students realize, I mean, with what we pay in the United States to go to school, I mean, there are right. so many resources that are there. It's like, wh- like, why not, you know, why, yeah. why not go after them? So, yeah. Um, okay. I do want to ask you real quick, specifically about sports or working in sports. Um, is there anything that surprised you that, that is specific to the sports industry that you wish you would have known more about Um, or maybe not surprised you, but that you've ended up loving. Um, That might not be true of other industries, you know? That's a very good question. Surprised me, I guess. I mean, maybe I should have known this, but it's just how much work goes into this, right? At the end of the day, I'm like, okay, it's football, right? Like we're not saving lives. This has nothing to do with, you know, the medical field or anything like that, but it is a lot of work. I will say like, we are always on 24 seven. Yes. You know, football season starts in September and goes to February, but we are working around the clock during the off season. There's always an event. There's always something going on. So I think just how much work is put into the game of football. Right. And that's just at the league level. We have 32 NFL teams who are working you know, around the clock, you know, for their markets every single day. So it's just a lot, a lot of um, effort, I would say. And I think that surprised me because I thought it'd be very chill, laid back. It's just football, right? Everyone's happy and, you know, excited when it comes to football, but it's a lot of work and it is a business, you know? So I think learning all of that over my past three years has really been 
kind of shocking. Like I never knew that I could exert so much energy around the game of football. So no matter what department you're in, what role you're fulfilling, you are always going to be working. So that is one thing. Like people think sports are just so luxurious. And so, you know, you're just sitting at on the sidelines and enjoying, you know, your hot dog and beer, but it's a lot more than that, right? There's a lot of grinding that goes into it. So I think, you know, really becoming realistic about how you know much respect I have for people working in professional sports, because it's a lot of work. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's I think that's vital. Um, OK, so last thing, just to wrap it up, uh, what is one question that no one asks you, but you wish they would? I wish they would. This could be, you know, like a, a flex, like you're not, you don't want to go <laughs> out and say it. Um, oh, I, have, I have a good one. I have a good one. Yeah, okay. So actually a lot of things, because I think, you know, people always want to talk about football and the NFL, which is great, <laughs> but I feel like there's a lot of other super interesting things I'm into. So um, I'm really into pop culture. So I love talking about music. So no, you didn't ask me, but I am going to tell you that my favorite rapper ever is Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. AKA Lil Wayne. Um, so while he's not in his prime right now, I think he is the best rapper alive to this day. And so I do love talking about sports and about, sorry, about music and kind of the intersection to sports and, you know, how influential so many artists are for so many athletes out there. So that's one thing, but I think you said I could flex a little bit. So if you're going to allow me to flex, I want people to ask me like the most interesting thing I think about myself. And I think it is the fact that I can speak another language and it's not a language that a lot of people are familiar with, but it's a language called gibberish. And I learned it in sixth grade and I can still speak it to this day. And I think that's pretty cool because I don't know anybody else that can do it. So could that's you cool. give us a sample? I would love to. You have to tell me, tell me something you want me to say and I'll say it. Um, say students, I hope, I wish you the best in your career. Okay. goo dub against other guy with a gish, you're the goo, the gut, but the guess, other again, you're the gore, cover gut, or the gear. Thank you very much, Brady. Oh, wow. <laughs> I no wouldn't you're the right only guest cool. to ever do that. So it's very I, cool. No one knows how to do it. So it's definitely my my personal flex. I love that you brought that up. I actually saw that. I saw that when I was looking you up before talking to you. And I was like, I wonder what that means. But I'm so glad I know that now. It's a um, real language. No one knows that. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay is there anything else that you want to share that we didn't cover tonight you know I would just say like I you know I think kind of mentorship and you know really learning in this industry works both ways and to be you know completely transparent I am so inspired by you having this you know podcast as a junior in school like you know this is the industry you want to go into and now you're getting great personal experience by talking to different professionals in all different industries and learning how to interview people. So I think that'd be what I want to leave at you all with as students, like do what you're passionate about and you can do it at any time. It doesn't matter how much money you have, you know, what roles you're working on, what job you have, you can make, you know, impact at any point in your life. So I think Brady, kudos to you for having this podcast, for reaching out to different individuals to be on your podcast. And I would encourage students listening to, you know, really follow your passion um, and to do what makes you happy. And I think it's to set you up for success in the long run i didn't do this in undergrad so i am so inspired by people that are balancing their grades and all their classes and all their other requirements with things like this so mm-hmm. shout out to you and always you know happy to talk to any students that are interested in getting to sports or pr or however i can help always willing to do so so i appreciate you having me and look forward to staying in contact thank you so much brooklyn it's been a joy to have you on the show uh and and if it's okay i'll drop your socials or however you'd like to be in contact for any students curious to get to know get to know you more a little bit uh find out more about what it means to work in the nfl what sponsorship and partnership might mean and as a result of studying communications 
So yes, thank you for all your insights. It's been wonderful talking to you. You have an incredible gift of conversation and it's just fun to be able to see how I'm sure you're using that very effectively in your career. So thank you. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your year. There you have it. As usual, I'm going to put Brooklyn's social media and contact information down below. And if you visit the GVPRSSA website, you'll find it embedded there as well. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can keep up with all of this. We do release new content every other week. And in between those weeks, we have some different old episodes we're pulling out, evergreen content we'd like to share. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you next time on PR Hangover.